Hello. Hello. My name is Matt Armando. I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With Matt Emily. Live from Central Park. Live from Central Park. I think Emily forgot the part she was supposed to say. No, there. I was really excited class. to say the live from Central Park part. Mm. And I forgot about that with Matt and Emily part. Uh, and I sh- we should say live as in, like, you're listening to a recording. But we're recording this live in person at Central Park. The park of parks in the middle of Manhattan. Matt and I are six feet apart. Mm-hmm. We've determined. At least our faces are. Yes. <laughs> the important part. Doesn't matter how far your feet are, really. No. Kind of unimportant, really. Um, I'd say, like, maybe don't have feet touching, but it's not really f- important how far they are apart. You mostly want to keep the mouth and the nose six feet apart. We got it. And then even, like, I, if we were back to back, I don't think we need to be six feet apart. It'd be like uh, more like four feet, probably. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not here. To, I'm not, this is not sci- non-scientific advice, but I'm just guessing it has something to do with like the amount Direct. of breathing on to the person you're doing. I mean, I, yes, I agree. Um, I, I don't know why people are just standing and facing four feet apart from each other. It seems like a weird cho- choice. Uh, true. In this unscientific scenario. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, if we wanted to be four feet apart but couldn't look at each other, <laughs> we could probably make it happen. What if I just start looking off to the side this whole time? Like this. Uh, that'd be fine. There's a man working out over there. Uh, working out? Oh, yeah, he's working out. He's Or I don't know if he's working out or if he's, like, sunbathing or something. <laughs> but the sun's kind of not really out right now. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, Emily and I, this is our first time being in any kind of proximity to each other uh, since. since March. Yeah. Um, the Ides of March. Now we're here in the uh, middle of, uh, or the end of uh, June. It'll be July when this episode comes out, That's I guess. That's true. But, Happy uh, almost Independence Day, listeners. Yeah. Thankfully, this episode it comes out a couple days before the 4th of July this year. Last year, I think we were supposed to have one on the day of, and then I put it out on the 5th of July, which is a Friday. It's a whole mess. Oh, yes, I remember. I remember. Oh my god, I'm yachting. Why am I yachting? Okay, I'm always bored by my calendar talk. That was uh, math talk. Calendar talk is math talk. Well, yeah, because this year is a leap year. Yeah, yeah. So everything moved to two days back instead of just one, past the leap day. <laughs> everything before the leap day was one day back. Do you think Friday sad it didn't get to have the Fourth of July? Um. Well, let's, say, let's hear this. My birthday was on a Friday this year, and I was sad I didn't get to do going to the bars or anything <laughs> so but do you I, think friday was sad to not be able to have you at bars on your birthday i think friday was sad i think but, K- king friday from um mr rogers was upset that i couldn't be at the bar i so i'm gonna admit something to you and the listeners um the characters i know about it from mr rogers are mr rogers and i feel like i watched it i just like truly don't remember i mean i remember there was a king i guess vaguely and there was like a town. Yeah, he'd go. He'd go to the town with the puppets, and they all. It was like yeah, it was like a little town. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. But there was the king, and the king's name was King Friday. Friday is the king. Friday is the king. <laughs> but basically, my question is: Is do the weekdays have feelings and emotions? We've established uh, Friday does, but what about Saturday? Are there any other personified uh, days of the week? I think all of them have to. Be I mean, personified. are there any other ones that? Um, I mean, like King Friday, are there any other days of the weeks that people that are named, their characters named after other days of the week? Wednesday Adams. There we go. 
Um, That's what I was looking for. You can name members of the Adams family, but not members of the uh, Mr. Rogers family. Let it be known. I joined in on the snaps. I know I'm not always the musical one on the on here, but I joined in this time. Um, I mean, listen. Yes, there's Morticia. There's the dad. There's Wednesday. There's the thing. There's, there's the thing. I don't think that's his name. What's his name? It. Oh, it. Um, or no, it's cousin, cousin it. What cousin is it? Thing. It. The thing. It's thing. I don't know. I don't. It's know. not the thing. It's thing. And then there's cousin it. I'll I'll backtrack a little bit. Um, there's a hand. There's a bald. A hand, bald the hand uncle. is it. Uh, old uncle Fester. There's the brother. Uh, Pugsley. Tuesday. <laughs> Pugsley. Uh, I don't know why I'm forgetting the dad's name. Um, I remember everyone else's name but him. <laughs> Anyways, Matt, you know what this podcast isn't about? Uh, well, you don't know what this, is, this podcast is about yet, but. <laughs> what, Matt? What? What a great segue into this podcast is not. I'm going to tell you right now. Well, I guess I can't. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to assume it's not about the Adams family. I'm going to spoil it right now. It is not about the Adams family. But this podcast is called TBD. Yes. Because we drink tea. Matt's taking a sip of his tea right now. Mm. And Love this tea. He, he is drinking it. And I'm drinking it. But not right now because I'm talking right now. It would be rude to drink and talk at the same time. Chew with your mouth closed. As they say. <laughs> Chew your tea. Um, but we're talking uh, soon, not right now. We're going to be talking topics. Matt has a topic this week. I don't know what it is. Nope. It's a big old surprise. It's not the Adams Family. That's it's the not the Adams Family. True. But there's so many other things it could be that it still feels like a surprise to me. Could be the Munsters. It could be the Munsters. Could be the Monstars. Is it? Ooh. It could be. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to like read off Emily's face which of these references she understands and which one she doesn't. The Monstars. Ooh. I think Space Jam would be a great topic. Space Jam, uh, Space Jam was my favorite. Uh, I want to say one of my top three movies when I was a kid. It Welcome to the Space, Space Jam, Jam, Beauty and the Beast. All right, and maybe The Lion King. Although it's tough for me to not include Aladdin in there, or also any of the Star Wars movies. So we're in a real hot spot that I just named those movies. Wow. Um, I love Space Jam. I, uh, let's just say I owned all those movies I've just mentioned on VHS. I think I also owned all those movies. I want to talk real quick about Space Jam and also improv. So do you know how, how often great improv scenes are happening and no one's there to see them, like in a practice? Do you know how often that happens? Constantly? Uh, one of my finest improv moments was when I rapped about the Space, Space Jam movie hmm. in a practice group with my team Bear Glove. Um... And the only people that saw it were the people on Bear Glove. And it was really good. It was a really good rap. I, I, I'll tell you one of my biggest fears. And I don't know if, I don't know, it's not something that like haunts me as much as it is something I've accepted and is sad. <laughs> but that it's very likely I've done the funniest thing I've ever done in my life already. And I'll never do something funnier. And furthermore, that no one saw it. <laughs> There's no record of the funniest thing I ever did. Uh, all the things I ever want to write and whatever, who knows? I've maybe, I've maybe already peaked. But there's also a chance that your funniest thing is still to come. True. That is true. It's just as likely to have already passed as it is to come ahead. I mean, if we're talking about, if we're talking about total amount of time that I've been funny versus, uh, the amount of time I think I have left on this earth, <laughs> I should still have time to say something funnier, but who knows? I may have 
something about my personality may have changed where I'm no longer as funny as I used to be. I have high hopes that you still have your funniest moment yet to come. Thank you. Thank you for believing me. And I have my high hopes that you will someday rap about Space Jam again. <laughs> but not today. Today we are not today. talking about any of those things. Today we're going to talk about tea. We come to you live from Central Park. Live. Live, live, live. To drink tea. Because today we're talking... Talk about topics. Tea. Oh, that was a bad transition. Today we're talking tea. Tea, talk, tea, talk, tea, talk, tea, talk, tea, talk. Wow. You hear that? I don't know. I, I just want to make sure everyone out there knows. If you didn't hear that, rewind the podcast 30 seconds and listen for Emily Emily's thermos as an instrument today. A, a percussion thermos. Um, Matt, we're talking tea today. I didn't love that tea talk intro, but I'm going to go with it. I, I liked the I liked the uh, the snap of the lid at the end. I liked that part. <laughs> Matt, we're talking tea today, and you know what? You don't know what tea you're drinking. You know what's crazy? No, I, I, I think you're burying a little bit of the lead. Yeah. Today, Emily and I are drinking the same tea again yeah for the first time again since i think march or maybe yeah. there may have been one other time in there we st- i think lipton tea we, we had did that together. Lipton, yeah but uh basically we've not been drinking the same tea we've been making individual teas talking about them not just being able to be like you like this tea i hate this tea or you like this tea i love this tea too we haven't been able to say any of that because we've been drinking different teas but this time emily made us two thermoses Two disinfected thermoses. Oh, they weren't disinfected. And I only touched them with washed hands. <laughs> uh, full of tea. And I do not know what this tea is. Um, Matt, I don't think you'll be surprised when I tell you what tea this is. I don't think I will be either. Uh, it's A. Kumar Master Blender Lychee Black Tea. Mm-hmm. Finest Indian tea, premium grade, pure and natural. We're drinking the lychee black tea I told you about that yeah. you seemed excited about. I don't know. I don't know if you didn't quiz me. If if you you didn't ask me if I thought I knew what this tea was. I don't know if that's because you knew I would know what this tea was or not. But I take I took one sip of this and I went. Emily brought us that lychee black tea. <laughs> if we had not been able to record in person, this tea would have just continued going on, not being on the podcast because I knew you wanted to have it. I I love lychee. I love black tea. And I love the combination of lychee black tea. Wow, spoiler alert. I mean, well, I didn't say if I like this one yet, but I've had, it before. I've had other ones before and okay, like that. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, are you ready for some copy? Lay that copy on me. <laughs> a red heart-shaped fruit, a symbol of romance and love. This tea offers a strong, pleasantly sweet aroma. The reddish-brown brew has a slight sweet honey-like taste. A treat served hot or over-iced. <laughs> Matthew. Literally, that last sentence copied and pasted from every tea description on the planet. <laughs> Matthew, um, I have a question. Yeah. Do you think this tea would be good over ice? Uh, me, personally, I would ra- way rather have it hot. <laughs> I think it would be great over ice. I mean, it, I'm sure it would be fine, but you, you, you ice that tea on me, I, it's just taken a lot of the fun away from it for me. For me. I should say it is also like 85 degrees out, and we are drinking hot tea in this in this so park. Hot. Although we are in the shade, we are in the shade. Um, Make sure you stay right in that microphone, Emily. What? <laughs> stay right at the microphone, oh. even if you want to look at the shade. Um, Matthew. Yes. Do you think this has a honey-like taste? That is that is a uh, that is a description I can get on board with. I would not have maybe pinned that on this uh, just tasting on its own, but I I, I agree with it. Okay. Um. Um. Do do. Uh, How's that lychee flavor going on in there? We got a good, strong lychee flavor. It's uh, so lychee. I'm used to lychee. I don't know that I've ever had fresh lychee before. Um, I've definitely had lychee in several other 
um, circumstances. I've had it like sort of candied. I've had it canned. Um, I've had cocktails, lychee cocktails. Oh, wow. I definitely had the lychee fruit itself, but just, I don't know that I've ever had it like, oh, it's, a, it's a nut to be, uh, to be sure. I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it's a nut. <laughs> I don't know. I mm. have had it. I feel like it has some, some quality about it that makes it a nut, but I could be wrong. And uh, yeah, so I, I've had lychee in a lot of ways, although I'm, never sure, I'm not sure I've ever had it completely unprepared. But this has a very strong lychee taste. Uh, it tastes good. It's kind of sort of sweet on its own without needing, in my case, sugar. I think there's some sweet and low in your tea. <laughs> um, but it, it sort of has a sweetness on its own without um, needing any additives. Oh, wow. Unless there are maybe are additives just in the tea. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to tell you guys right now, I've given you all the information I have about the tea. I, I have taken this out of its original packaging, mm-hmm. and it's in a separate container now, and the original packaging might have had the ingredient list. Oh. But that is long since gone. Um, so I'm going to guess what the ingredient list are. You ready? Are you ready? Sure. Black tea. Wow. Bold. Lychee. Yeah. Do you see? Could you see chunks of lychee in there when you were? No. So it could be could be one of those natural flavors. I was going to add as my third thing: natural flavors. Mm-hmm. I almost brought the container of tea, but I was like, no, that seems silly. Mm. Mm. I mean, I lugged all this stuff with me, but yeah, no, it I know. I lugged the tea. <laughs> I did ask Emily to bring the tea so that I had one fewer things after. I listen for my backpack. I it was more. I I thought about it and then I just didn't. I don't really, I don't really have an excuse to why. Um, to, to why what? <laughs> as to why I didn't bring the, the just regular oh. loose leaf tea. Oh, it's fine. I just, that's why I figured I'd ask about your memories alone. <laughs> um, do you think this tea has a strong, pleasantly sweet aroma? Wow. Uh, it does have a strong aroma. Is it pleasantly sweet? It is both pleasant and sweet. Wow, wow, wow. Um, it smells like smelling a lychee thing lychee like cocktail or something like it smells like smelling lychee <laughs> i so i have had lychees before um at school um and it is pretty good however i really it's only been one or tw- once or twice so i don't know if i would recognize this as a lychee flavor but i get like a nice sweet fruity flavor out so, of it yeah i mean i guess i don't know um if it's like by the way it is a fruit i am wrong but nut thing um but i um I, get, I think maybe, like, when you have a flavored thing, it tends to taste more like the candied version of it anyways. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, like, kind of what they're extracting is is the sweet flavors of it. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> it does make sense. Um, again, I think this would be great iced. Um, Listen, I'll drink it, but... <laughs> I think it'd be great iced. I think I like a fruity iced tea. Um, so, yeah. You know what I need to get to maybe enjoy iced tea better is um, I need to get those, like, whiskey stones. You know what those are? Those, like, uh, yes. they cool off whiskey or whatever. Because I don't like – I hate when my stuff gets watered down. Like, I'm a real – I'm really annoying about that kind of stuff. So, see, here's your problem. You're making iced tea wrong. It's always going to melt, no matter yes, what. Yes, but your, the key is to make your tea super strong at first. And then you add the ice later. So the ice is watering it down purposefully. I don't know. I think I'd rather make it perfect and put whiskey stones in. Listen, that would be an acceptable thing to do. I'm just saying I'm right in this situation. Um, 
I have a, uh, <laughs> I have this thing at home. I've, I don't, I think I've tried using it once my whole, well, I don't want to say my whole life because I haven't owned it my whole life. The entire time I've owned this and they they sit in my freezer and well, actually there's two things I should say. I actually have this, um, this frozen s stick thing <laughs> that goes with my, I have a pitcher for making iced tea and it's this ice thing so like when you're making the iced tea there's this part that you stick in the pitcher and like it has a handle that comes out the top of the pitcher and puts the tea further down into the pitcher there's a little little steeping um or an infusing little mesh thing then when you're done steeping the tea you can pull the tea out using this this handle and you can actually put in this rod of ice uh, or this frozen rod so it actually wouldn't water your stuff down. So maybe my problem is already solved. I've already solved it at home. <laughs> so I had, I used to have a tea pitcher that was like that. It had like an ice rod that you put, it put it on the side. Um, and I found it didn't super help. Mm. Well, that's, that's a bummer. Um, the other thing that I've also owned and I've used once, I think, is I have these, uh, I think they're called beer sickles or something. And it's like a rod that you are supposed to stick in a bottle of beer and as you freeze it or you really chill it, it might not actually be frozen now that I think about it, but you just get it super cold. I think it maybe even is a piece of metal. And uh, you stick it in your beer and there's a hole at the top so you can still drink out the bottle. I never use it though. It's also, I feel like it doesn't fit in every bottle of beer. I... I have never heard of these things that you're discussing, but I just, I want to go back to my point that all of your problems with iced tea are solved by making it twice as strong as you should. Twice, twice as strong. Twice as strong. <laughs> and then you pour it over ice, and then as the ice melts, it gets to be the right flavor. All right. All right. I'm right. All right. Admit I'm right. Matt, tell me I'm right. <laughs> I believe that you think <laughs> that that is an appropriate solution to my problem. <laughs> It is because that's out all of the instructions for making iced tea say. And I've made iced I don't, tea I don't many times. I, here, but the thing is, it's going to keep, the ice is going to keep melting. It's not going to stop. You don't put too much ice in it, though. And also, how long are you taking to drink this cup of iced tea? I guess it's too long. I like to savor the flavor. Leave me alone. <laughs> I take a long time to drink. I'm not a fast drinker. Unless it's cocktails. <laughs> Lychee cocktails. Those are fast. Um... How, would would you put alcohol in this tea to have a lychee cocktail? <laughs> um, we, uh, you and I, I believe, have had a green green tea shots before. Uh, by the way, thanks every uh, thanks to the helicopter above us. If you can hear that, everyone, there's a helicopter flying over us. No doubt, uh, New York police and my PD. Uh, I don't know what they're looking for. People social distancing or something. But uh, no, I I don't I don't think alcohol in tea is a thing that I like. I don't think that's the thing I like. Yeah, I don't think it would be good. I'm just saying, is it something you could do to enjoy this? And apparently the answer is no. No. What do you think, here, this is getting off topic a little bit, but what do you think about if, if um, let's say Downy Cider mm. made a cider. It is an apple cider. It's mm -hmm. made with apples, but they add green tea flavoring to it. No. No? That's a big no from you? Yeah. Would you try it? I would try it. Because mm. I have green tea ginger ale at home, or I did. I think I drank it all. Was it good? 
And it's good. Yeah, it's it's like Schweppes, green tea, ginger ale. I think it's Schweppes. I don't know. It could be a different company. See, I think ginger ale is different than cider. Okay. Okay. I also think cider is so strong already. Um, yeah, but they have those different flavored ones. Those like slightly different. Yeah. Ones. I mean, I like like a raspberry cider or a fruity cider. All cider's fruity. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Would you drink a... Um, would you drink a green tea White Claw? And also, is that a thing? And also, also, if you start making that, you owe me royalties. <laughs> That's a good idea. Um, I guess I would try it. I don't know. I don't know. I would try it. I think it's a good idea. Um, Matt, I got a question for you. What about Arnold Palmer's? That's lemonade with green tea. I don't really, I don't really like Arnold Palmer's. Wow. Does Emily like tea? Mm. I... Well, <laughs> We're not speaking. <laughs> Matthew. Yes. One, I want to discuss when I cut out this thing. I was apparently using terrible scissors or I can't cut straight. It's so not straight. Anyways, would you say that this A. Kumar Master Blender lychee black tea is your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? I love this tea. This is great. Tastes pretty similar to the tea at the cafe I like to go to that also has lychee black tea. Uh, for all I know, it's the same brand. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, the cafe I go to, which I haven't been to since before the shutdown, they just store all their tea in, in mason jars. So which which cat which cafe? This is uh, well, it is called the uh, PLG Tavern. It is a cafe in my neighborhood, and maybe I'll go back some sometime. I think, I think actually they've been open through the um, shutdown, just not you know no no seating, takeout and stuff. But uh, yeah, they have lychee black tea. Normally, I would. If I was there, I would probably actually put in a small, a very small amount of stevia. I do think stevia in Ugh. too large of a quantity tastes too a little too chemically. But if you just put like a pinch in, like I don't even use a whole packet. <laughs> uh, and I would put in some almond milk, which is a thing I don't have at home, but I would put in if I was there. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. I like, a, I like lychee tea and I like this lychee tea. Wow, um, wow, wow. Was it worth the wait? It, of uh, worth what weight? The two weeks it took me to yeah, the two weeks. <laughs> the two weeks I was, I knew you had this tea. Uh, yeah, it was worth it. <laughs> wow, 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 wow! Hey Matt, do you have a question for me? Hey Emily, <laughs> Matt, I'm holding in my hand a cut, sloppily cut out piece of paper. <laughs> That's a the from the A Kumar Master Blender. It is uh, their lychee black tea, the finest Indian tea, premium grade pure and natural uh made with this red heart-shaped fruit we know uh, we know now is is definitely a fruit and not a nut called the lychee <laughs> is this your cup of tea or not your cup of tea matt i have two part uh, two part answer to this question wow. uh one it's my cup of tea i've enjoyed it i think it i think it'd be even better iced uh, i don't care what you have oh, to say. better iced i think it'd be better iced have um, you had it iced I think it would make a really good iced have tea. Have you had it iced before? No, but I think I might. I have an iced tea currently going at my apartment, um, and I might make a new iced tea. Wow. Using this one. But I also put too much milk in it, which oh. is not the tea's fault. It's my fault. But still my cup of tea, though. Oh. Uh, you, you do have the benefit of having had this tea before, so that uh, I, will trust, I will trust that opinion. <laughs> it's still good. I just, I know it was too much... It, I, I actually don't know how it got to be that much. I really don't think I put that much in it, but it's it's it's, it's not white by any means, but it's a light brown. 
to it looks like almost like a watered down iced tea that <laughs> like you know when you put ice in iced tea and it melts too much anyways <laughs> it's like more like those uh ice ice coffees i always see because we're also drinking these out of plastic cups and i feel like i i'm in a i'm in a weird world where i like most iced tea although comes in plastic cups does not come with milk in it yes is what i was gonna say uh, other than like a chai, a iced chai or something, I guess, or a Thai iced tea. I don't know. Normally, this tea iced would not have milk in it. That's what I'm trying to get at. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, uh, two more things. One, thank you for acknowledging how bad I cut out that label. Mm-hmm. I blame the scissors. Um, also, just quick story about how I got this tea. Um, my secret dragon at work, which is a, di- a different way of saying secret Santa. A non, gave this non, to me. non-religious way of saying A non-religious way. A non-denominational way. Um, got me this tea for one of the days of our five-day gift exchange. Now, you say non-denominational. I said non-religious. It's non-religious, though, right? It's not even... Well, Santa itself is not like a religious figure, but I would say, I would say non-denominational, though, because it is still a holiday related to Christianity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just to, it, to me, if you replace Santa with a dragon, there's no religious, there's no religion left, <laughs> except for the religion of dragons. Yes, um, our mascot is dragon, a dragon. The school mascot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually, for a second, I was like, they just called them dragons for no reason, and then I remembered that they. You've told me this before, and I was like, oh, because their mascot is dragons. Yeah. I was like, is it just Harry Potter themed or Game of Thrones or something? Smaug. <laughs> Tea talk done. Tita complete. Matthew. Yes. Before we started recording this podcast, you said, I have the topic, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, I certainly hope so. Um, so we're going to go on that chain of, train of thought where you have the topic. What is the topic today, Matthew? Although I don't know why I'm calling you Matthew. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm mad. I'm now insulted that, <laughs> that the one week I read a chapter out of a Harry Potter book. <laughs> I forgot my That we don't do a check-in. <laughs> Sorry, we're in a different location. Okay, backtrack, backtrack. No, we, we lost it. We lost nope, it. Nope. <laughs> checking in about pest topics. We're checking in about pest topics. Matt, uh, Matt, let's check in about your procrastination topic. Have you read any Harry Potter? I read one chapter in Harry Potter. I did it. I did what I committed to last week. I'm so proud of you. Um, um, I said I, I said last last episode. I said on Wednesday. I will go to the park at one o'clock and read a chapter of the book. I think that's what I said. And then I said, if it rains on Wednesday, I will go on Friday and I will read and I will read then instead. And you sort of thought I was also making excuses, but literally I was like, I'm not going to read a book in the rain. <laughs> not my book. Not your book, not any book. Well, maybe a book <laughs> that was like completely laminated. I would read that book. Can in you the imagine? Rain. Or if I was like in, I guess like if I was in in like a gazebo or something, I might read a book. And I guess technically I'm in the rain, although I'm not not getting wet myself. Um, speaking of getting wet herself, Emily just spilled tea all over her lap. <laughs> um, Leave me to my shame. <laughs> I will not. I'll bring it up. Uh, but I will say it did rain on Wednesday, but I read it anyways in my apartment. I just sat in my apartment. I read a chapter of the book. And, wow. uh, oh, it's weird. You can read in your apartment. Uh, well, you know, I made the sacrifice and I did it. Um, wow. I felt like, I actually think I did do it around one o'clock as, the, as time promised. <laughs> uh, 
But uh, I uh, did it for my couch. How much more do you have to read? I am definitely over halfway with the book. Um, I don't know. I'd say there's probably a third of the book left. But I do, at some point, I just do want to sit down and jam it out and (laughs) do the whole thing. Really? It'll take you like two hours. I know. I, I, yeah, maybe, maybe. Okay, three. But, um, you know, I, I definitely read a chapter, so that's what counts. Do you want to know what happens? Yes, I would love to know what happens. Um, Ron and Harry impersonate Slytherin people. Is it Crab and Goyle? Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask if that's how you pronounce those names, because um, I was like, is it Crab or Crabby? Because it ends with an E, right? I've always said Crab. Um, and I was like, Crabby, that'd be a little too on the nose. And then, um, which, man, the descriptions of those characters are so ugly. Um, yeah, so they're gruesome. bad people. Well, listen, out- exterior looks does not mean interior looks. Um, I need to, like, this, I have, I've also decided that as I finish these books, I should watch the movies, like, on, uh, like, I won't get, I don't, I want to read the books before I watch the movies, but now I want to, like, see these characters, see how ugly they made them in the, in the movie. Uh- if they, I doubt they made them as ugly as they are in the books. So they're definitely not. Although I think in the sixth or seventh movie they replace either Crab or Goyle. I can't remember why, or I can't remember which one, because he had got into drug problems and like was arrested or something. So they re- replaced him with Blaze Zambini. Didn't? Isn't there also? Oh no! It's is it the is it the boy who plays the mean brother or cousin or is he a cousin or brother? The uh, Dudley Dursley. Yeah, he's the cousin. He's cousin. Didn't, isn't there something where he's, like, super hot now? <laughs> the guy who played no, him? No, that's Neville. Oh, my God. Oh, I thought it was someone who was, like... Honestly, it could have been Dudley. I don't know. But people talk about Neville being super hot. I feel like he was it, so awkward in the movies. I feel like it was someone who, like, had to lose a bunch of weight or something. And then they did. Uh, um, and I'm not here to fat shame anybody. But just the person got really fit and then caught. <laughs> well, he got really fit and hot. I don't know if he ever needed to lose weight. But in the movies... They made Neville wear, like, crooked teeth, so he looked even more awkward. Um, I don't like that. Uh, Let's see. Um, And and also, um, I guess Hermione turns into a cat. Oh, yeah. Uh, the chapter ends with them her <laughs> bringing her to the nurse. Like, and so I don't know. I actually don't know how that's been resolved yet. Or if she just stays a cat for the uh, rest of the books, which I... I'm pretty sure isn't true, but uh, I have no verification from the books whether that's true or not. And you know what I should say? I've seen the first two movies before. Uh, I saw them in theaters when they came out. So did I. And I don't think I remember a damn thing about these. <laughs> like, as I'm reading them, I'm like, I don't remember any of this. Um. Honestly, none of it. I remember none of this from, from the thing, uh, from the, uh, the movies. I think I just, like, I have some amount of knowledge because I've been to the theme parks. Oh, my God. Hey, have you been to the Harry Potter theme parks? Hey, once or twice. <laughs> Actually, exactly twice. Um. <laughs> um, my topic last week was moving. Do I have anything to add to that? Oh, I got my couch. Yes, Emily got her couch. Woo! I'm a couch person now. Um, I realized I felt like I ter- told my topic last week in a very unorganized manner. Just like um, moving. What? Just like how moving is. Just like how moving is and also I, how I am. But it, it's going well. I'm Good. still trying to figure out where I want different furnitures to go. I currently have a setup of my apartment that I'm not sure if I'm sold about, but I'm going to see how it goes. Um, I, did you get your ottoman yet? I came the same day. Okay. I didn't know. Matt. Yes, me. Before I so rudely interrupted my favorite, to- my favorite new uh, segment of this podcast, uh, 
checking in about last week's episode. Um, I asked you about what your topic was this week. Um, mm. So we're going to go back there. Please ask, ask me again. Oh, hey, Matt. Matt. Yeah. Um, I believe you have the topic this week. If we're both mistaken, it's okay because I don't have a topic this <laughs> week. Um, what is your topic? Wouldn't it be fun if we just had a hash, hash out our topic? What? If we just had a hash out what the topic was like in person, like we both forgot and so we just had to figure it out. <sighs> well, you know what? I've got a topic that, to be honest, if I didn't have a topic, I could have brought it. If you didn't have a topic, this could have been your topic in- immediately. Is it Central Park? <laughs> because it is not Central Park. Although that is a very good guess. Because my topic is just parks. <laughs> I, I literally... I, so I asked Emily. I asked Emily about doing one of these Central Park uh, episodes um, um, several days ago. We were going to try, and then the, there was a forecast of rain, so we didn't do it. And then we postponed. And I was like, even then, I was like, I want to talk about parks. Let's talk about parks. And then we got delayed. We got delayed. We all, I didn't know if we'd do it in the park. And then I looked at the weather forecast for today, the day that we're recording, and I was like, looking pretty good. Let's do it. And otherwise, I actually have a different topic in my. If if we were to have done another online episode, I would obviously not have, well, not obviously, but I would not have talked about parks. But I had another in the chamber, and someday we'll get to that other topic. Wow. <laughs> but today's topic is parks. Let's talk about parks. And I'm actually surprised we never talked about parks because I love parks. I think we had, there was some discussion of parks on the yards and what, what else was on the yards episode? Yards and something episode. <laughs> Uh, but we have an episode about yards, and uh, you can look that up wherever um, podca- you get your podcast from. And uh, maybe it was, mm, I have no idea. Anyways, there was a yards episode. Maybe it was just about yards. I don't remember if it was like when we had single topics. I don't, I don't think it was. I feel like there was something else with yards, and I don't remember what it was. Let me check, check the old phone, because normally I don't like looking up things, but if it's to promote an episode of this podcast. While I, Matt's looking up stuff, I'm going to tell it. you guys about. It was an episode called Doodling and yards. Emily talked about doodling. I love doodling. I talked about yards. And uh, it came out a few months back, I I've guess. doodled in some parks before. Oh, it came out last summer, I guess, um, actually. Let's talk about parks. Um, I just want to tell the listeners about the tour I gave you on our way to um, the spot we are at in Central Park, which I call the tree area. But no one else calls that unless you work at my school. Um, but um, so we entered the park. Oh, we entered the park at 86th Street. And we walked all the way up. We're pretty much at 96th Street now, but oh. in the park, just so just so Matt knows. We're at the, the North Meadows. We're at the North Meadows. We're right next to the Jackie, Jackie, Jackie Kennedy. Jacqueline. Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis <laughs> Reservoir. Um, and we're at a place called, what I call the tree area, and it's where my students study trees throughout the year. But I took Matt on a really great tour of all the fun recess spots we go to. By the way, study, the studying trees is called forestry. <laughs> Okay. I have forestry merit badge. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, so that was just a fun thing about parks. Is I, got to, I got to take someone on a tour of the area of Central Park. I know the best. Um, that is, I mean, that's really all there is to parks, right? Uh, I like exploring them, finding out about them. I love a big park. I love Central Park. I, although I don't come here very often, I do enjoy coming to Central Park. Um, it's a very nice day that we're here. It's not, uh, not very crowded there. There's, um, I, I honestly, I don't know this, uh, day of the week, this time of the day, how many people are normally here. Uh, but, um, this is, it's not like, it's like busy, but not crowded. That's a fair way of describing it. Um, which 
uh, I love in, in pandemic times. <laughs> um, and also like the park. Okay. So living in New York, um, I've been in my apartment, uh, 23 hours a day, <laughs> seven days a week for the past, uh, let's see, March, April, May, June, July, or June, oh, four months. Yeah. Going into July. Um, but, uh, I, that, this is like the place I go to parks. I don't go to Central Park. I live near Prospect Park, which is in Brooklyn, which was designed by the same person who designed Central Park, the same um, guy whose name I'm, I'm blanking on, but that's okay. We're not here to talk about inventors. Oh, God, what was his name? Um, I don't remember. But uh, here we are. And uh, yeah, I would go, I, I try to go once a day ish to Prospect Park, although not every single day. Sometimes I would walk around my neighborhood. I also kind of a nice, I have a nice uh, tree-filled neighborhood, <laughs> park of the streets, if you will. But um, uh, yeah, Prospect Park is also um, another place a lot of people have been finding their space during the quarantine, um, which is great. Park, I mean, honestly, I, I feel like parks, well, I, I don't know truth, truthfully how much people have appreciated them, but hopefully they do, uh, by visiting them more often, realize that they're great to have and um I don't know. I think people should appreciate parks more than they do, probably. But maybe they are now because we're forced to be in them. <laughs> um, I appreciate a park. Um, Central Park, I love Central Park. I remember the first time I came to New York and we walked through Central Park. And I was just, I loved it. And I think what I loved about it is that it, it can sometimes feel very peaceful. But then you look out and you see all these like giant buildings. And I've always liked that. In fact, where we're sitting, I can see so many giant buildings. Yeah, you can see the Ghostbusters building um, <laughs> somewhere here. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is, it's pretty incredible to like be like, oh, just beyond this are these like huge skyscrapers. <laughs> um, and it's also, they're also, comp they're also like, there's really serene parts of the park. I, I think we're in a pretty serene part of the park right now um, where there's just a few paths and trees and benches and things and people can sort of just layout and then there's also like really busy parts of the park um there's sort of that marketplace area with the um the stone walkways and all the fountains and things i i, don't, I have no idea where we are in relation to that right now but it's uh, somewhere here in this park <laughs> uh there's the reservoir which has like a nice esplanade although it's a very like built up area um it's obviously all the water here is uh they are uh, man man-made water fixtures <laughs> so they're yes they uh they all have a lot of um, built up areas around them. Uh, Prospect Park is also pretty much entirely man-made, I think. Um, I don't know if any of the forestry of it was like original forestry, but like the, the waterfalls and the rivers and stuff were all man-made, manufactured. Uh, so um, Central Park is definitely completely man-made. However, there are remnants of nature, and I'm going to point this out to Matt, that um, from where we're sitting, we can see lots of places where there's Manhattan schist, um, and that is the rock that allows for skyscrapers to be built on the Isle of Manhattan because it's a really strong bedrock and it like pops up all throughout the park. Yes, that would be, um, that is why midtown Manhattan does not have as many skyscrapers as downtown and further uptown um, because there is less of that bedrock in the, in the well, specifically lower midtown, but, um, yeah. uh, and like East, East, East Village and all that sort of area. Um, so yes, love I'm that bedrock. Telling you, I can I'm see it, it right here. It's just emerging from the ground like the stones in Animal Crossing. <laughs> um, Do you think if I knock it down, out with a shovel, it'll pop up where I want it to tomorrow? You can give it a try. 
Okay, let me get my shovel out of my tool ring. Science is all about creating a hypothesis and uh, <laughs> trying it and seeing if, it, if it, your hypothesis is, is a success. Um, <laughs> okay, what's your favorite park? My favorite park? Well, I mean, Prospect Park is like the one I visit the most. And I do love Prospect Park. So if I may talk about Prospect Park for a moment. Um, um, the floor is yours. <laughs> it is not lava. It is yours. It is like a mini... It is like a still very large, yet smaller than Central Park Park. Uh, so Central Park is huge. Um, Prospect Park also, I would, by park standards, would consider it also large. It's not like National Park large, but very big. And it is also, uh, although I will say, I mean, obviously Central Park is, has like almost no tourists in it right now because tourism is dead. But uh, generally my favorite part about Prospect Park is the lack of tourists because nobody or very a lot fewer people are visiting Prospect Park when they come to New York than are visiting Central Park. And so I greatly appreciate the uh, not having to be around people aspect of Prospect Park. Um, Prospect, Park uh, Prospect Park also has basically all the same little amenities. There's like ice skating in the winter. There's other boat. There are boats here. Mm-hmm. There's boats. There's horses. Um, bike paths, uh, all those things uh, available in both parks. So I do like the this, this smaller feel of Prospect Park, though I still greatly enjoy Central Park. I also live closer to Prospect Park, so there's that. So the thing about Central Park is that, yes, there are parts where it is super touristy, but you got to know the right parts. I would say where we're at right now, even in the height of tourist season, it's not going to get as many tourists as if you're closer to 59th Street. Um, where I would say it's the most tourist heavy. That's true. I think um, I think my my main use of so right now Emily and I are just sitting here in the lovely shade of these uh, two pretty cool trees. Um, oak trees. Yes, oak trees. Um, but uh, I'd say my main use of park is biking, running, and walking. Which um, then, if you're a little more right, relegated to the the paths and. Walk, walking around, I will walk on any path. But when I'm running, I'm usually running on, like, the main road um, just because it's easier. And uh, that would be possibly the part where I would then be forced to run into said tourists. <laughs> um, so, yes, there are parts of, of Central Park that are relatively tourist-free. And please do, when it's so safe to do so, visit New York. I don't hate tourists, but when I'm out for a run, I do prefer not being near them. I just don't like people in my way. <laughs> I think that's fair. General that's, consensus about. Um, I want to talk about some other parks, but I want to highlight two. Well, one place really in Central Park that I wish I went to more often, and I wish more people would go to more often. And I went there as a field trip at school a few years ago. But the Conservancy Gardens, but near the top of the park, they have flowers in bloom throughout the year. It's beautiful, and I recommend people go there. Yes, I will say. Uh, that sounds great. I do love things like that. Um, Prospect, Park, Prospect Park also has a neighbor called the Brooklyn Botanic Gardens. Uh, Brooklyn Botanical Garden, maybe. Uh, of which I am a member of. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and uh, it also, yeah, it's open year-round. They have, like, indoor, like, uh, terrariums? Is that the word I even want to use? But, like, big walk-through ones. <laughs> and they, like, are different. Like, there's a rainforest kind of one like a yeah temper, temperate forest desert 
and sort of like a jungle one. And those are great year-round. And there's like a bonsai tree area, which is also indoors to keep the bonsai trees happy. <laughs> and I think you, you can walk through like the whole thing, I think, all year-round. Although I've never, I've not yet done a walkthrough in the winter of like the main part of it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's like, that's, the reason I really like parks is I'm a huge, I'm a huge nature nut. And I would say living in, um, living in New York, um, it's the, it's the only nature you can really get to unless you want to hop on like a commuter rail and get to either Long Island or upstate or New Jersey or something. And, and actually still have to go pretty far into the, any of those places to find nature, um, or like a significant part. But, uh. I, I love being able to be around trees and stuff and op wide open space and grass and things of that nature. And also, uh, to go back to mentioning that I've already had an episode about yards, in which I'm <laughs> actually largely berating yards for existing. <laughs> uh, yards don't cut it for me either. I, I, um, if you just have like a like small amount of yard or some trees or even if it goes a little into, the, into like what one might call the woods... Uh, which I've been to plenty of people's houses that have sort of woods in their backyard. Like that to me um, also doesn't normally cut it. I need to kind of, I need to be able to explore for like a long enough period of time <laughs> and not be repeating myself or bored. That's the important difference between a park and a yard. <laughs> That's fair. Have you ever been to the Ramble in Central Park? I don't know. Then you probably have not. Well, maybe you have. It's a part of the park where it's called the Ramble. Um, obviously, but it's... Is that the one that's a woman famously yelled at a black man for? Like, oh, yes, in that area. There. Um, <laughs> it's great for birding, which is yes. why he was there. Yeah. He just oh, wanted I to see some birds. It's great for birding and great to put your dog on a leash. Yeah. Um, but it's very easy to get lost there. In fact, I have many times. Um, Not I've, personally. I just, I've gotten lost. I have gotten lost in, in Prospect Park before, although I... I would not be able to get lost there now. I, I've learned all the paths too well. Central Park, I actually, I have explored a significant part of Central Park because despite the fact that I don't come here often, when I do come here, I will, ex I will walk it extensively. <laughs> um, for example, uh, I came here when it was like Mewtwo Day in Pokemon Go. <laughs> and I was walking around like nuts, like the whole park. Um, I also came here to find the David Ortiz bench that somebody so somebody basically in you're such in, a nerd yeah <laughs> such a specific kind of nerd well it's good to have an objective i think <laughs> uh i heard, so basically when david ortiz retired as a member of the boston red sox somebody uh started a gofundme or something where because basically if you have like it's not even that much money i don't think i think it's like five thousand dollars if you donate that to uh or maybe i don't know Maybe it is more than that, but donate that to Central Park, and they will put the Central your, Park Conservancy. Yes, they will put a plaque with your name on it on a bench. And apparently, there's no way to find that. Like, there's no database of like bench bench names or whatever. I'm sure if you like do it, if you're the donator, they tell you where it is, so you can go look at it. Yeah. But like, if you just want to be like, where's the David Ortiz bench? Uh, there's no like specific way to like look it up. Although I have since found a few people that have like either put it on reddit or whatever to say like oh it's over here uh, but i still had to basically find it because i was only given sort of a general area it was like 
over by this area of ballparks, uh, like baseball ballparks. And I was like, okay. And I went over there and I looked at every bench in that area to find it. But it is on my Instagram. And I am wearing a Red Sox shirt in the photo. And it's, so go check out my Instagram of that time. I was in Central Park looking for that statue. Was that, it uh, by plot. the Great Lawn or Sheep's Meadow? Uh, I, I don't remember. It was like sort of northern in the park. Um, it was by like a whole set of baseball fields that were all together. Although there are several sets of baseball fields. I don't know. I bet it's probably by the Great Lawn. Um, did you know that in Sheep's Meadow they used to actually have sheep? That's a fun story. Uh, um, <laughs> I wish there nice. were still sheep there. Um, I want to talk about childhood parks now. Did you have any parks nearby you growing up that you frequented? Um, so there, the most well-known park in Worcester, Massachusetts, uh, is called Elm Park, I would say. Um, although I, I, well, I recently found out there is a woods called Nick's Woods near my parents' house that I've literally never been to, but I could walk to it from my parents' house. I don't know if that's fun at all to be in. (laughs) I don't think it's, it's like one of those just like completely, un, it's not like kept up in any way, I don't think. I mean, maybe somebody painted some paths in there or something. But uh, yeah, I'd say the park was like Elm Park, which I went to a little bit as a kid. It had playgrounds in it. Uh, I've been to more as an adult to play Pokemon Go <laughs> whenever I'm home my parents' house. Oh, God. Um, everything comes back to Pokemon Go, which listen, I like parks anyways, but if I'm going to be there, I might as well play Pokemon Go. And, uh, yeah, I'd say that's the big one. It, it's, it's not a very big park, um, but it does have these really nice bridges in it that people, like, I'd say that's, like, the big thing it's known for is these, like, cute little bridges that are in it. And there's, like, a man, another man-made, like, pond area where, like, it gets skinny at parts and, like, br- that's where the bridges go. And it's, like, really nice. Like, people do wedding photos. People get their weddings and take wedding photos there because of the, the nice bridges. And uh, they're also really crazy steep bridges. I don't know why they're so steep, but they're not like ADA compatible. <laughs> Although the parks, I would say the park probably overall is ADA compliant because I don't think um, it's not big enough where like you couldn't get around just like going around the bridges. Yeah. But the bridges themselves are not ADA compliant, I don't think. Maybe, maybe one of them is. The other really cool thing about Elm Park, and I will do this a lot when I go home, is they do this thing called Art in the Park where um, they will just, they'll, they, I don't know how it works, how people submit to it, but it's like artists, like real artists will submit um, usually some sort of outdoor compatible sculpture. (laughs) Um, And they put them around throughout the park. And then like at certain entrance points, like you can pick up these maps and it tells you like what the different art is. And you can like go around, walk around the park and visit the different art. And they do it, I feel like they used to do it twice a year. I don't know if they still do it twice a year. I mean, this year probably they don't do it at all. But uh, uh, I feel like there was like a spring and a fall. Although maybe now it's like just throughout the year. They sort of just like replace the art. Um, but it was like, because it's, it's not, it's definitely not a huge park. And like, if you just wanted to like walk around it, it would take you like 20 minutes to do it. But uh, it's nice when there is the bridges and the the ducks in the pond and the, uh, the art to check out. And um, yeah, I basically go there like every year I check it out at least once. If I'm home. But that was my home park. Um, two things. Actually, three things before I tell you about my childhood parks. One, a bee flew really close to my face. I don't know if you saw me react to it. Two, um, ducks made me think that we tried to teach my nephew how to play duck, duck, goose. Oh, yeah? Um, and, you know, he got the duck, 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 goose part, but he didn't get the running around. And we let him win. But he was so cute while doing it. 
I think I got, I got, let me comment on that first. I think teaching duck, duck, goose to kids is hard because I think they're so amused by the head. Did you like the head padding yeah. part? I think that is so amusing to, to kids that, that that's like, they got to be stuck on that for a while. Like, it's almost like you should just teach them duck, 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 because <laughs> I feel like they just like saying the word duck. They like thinking about ducks and they like touching people's heads. And that is just, to us as adults, although to me still stimulating, but I think, <laughs> I think to kids that is like way more stimulating than we give that premise credit for. And then it's sort of like when they get bored of that, you should, you've got to like, okay, now let's play it with goose. And like, that would be like a whole nother level. So I'm on board with any kid who gets stuck on just duck, because I think that's, I think that's right. So you let him know that I think he's right. <laughs> well, I think he liked the goose part too. He just... He would just laugh when he said goose instead of running. Yes. still, I still say that's my point. Like, they, they're having fun. Like, kids are... Oh, those are fun words to say, duck and goose. And also, think about ducks and goose is fun. I like both those. Well, no, I don't really like geese. The word goose is good. I like ducks more than geese. Is that okay? I think it's absolutely fine. You can have whatever feelings about ducks and geese that you want on this podcast. You were, you were talking about... Matt something. is just um, stretching. I, my legs are, my legs um, are we're not um, in good shape. So my childhood park, I'm going to talk about two of them. Rising Park and Alley Park. What was the first one? What? What was the first one? Rising Park. R-I-S-I-N-G? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's named after some rich guy. Um, <laughs> his name was... Mis- Mr. Rising? Something Rising. But the park is named after him. Um, and the, that park is most importantly... Where the mountain is at. The mountain. Mount Pleasant. The hill. In Lancaster, Ohio. The overly large hill <laughs> is at Rising Park. And let me tell you guys, it's a great park. I bet you the, I bet you the overly steep bridges in Elm Park are higher than this hill. <laughs> this, this I don't mountain. know. I walked up it while I was home and it was steep. And let me tell you, it was steep. I'm telling you right now, these bridges are steep as hell. <laughs> um... But so Rising Park, it has like a little play area. It has a really fun like merry-go-round. It has a bridge that you could jump up and down on, though they have replaced it since. And it's less bouncy, probably safer, but less bouncy. Ugh. Um, it's got really good swing sets. It's got like shelter houses that you can rent out to have like parties. Um, it's got trails, not that many trails, but there's like different parts you can explore besides the mountain. But the, you know, the main part is the mountain. You walk up it. It, like, goes up, and then it turns a corner, and then you climb up. There's also the Devil's Staircase off the mountain, which I'm always afraid of going on. The Devil's because Staircase. Because it's very tight. It's a tight squeeze. But it's actually, and it's not unsafe. It's just tight. Um, and so Rising Park, Lancaster, Ohio, great park. But Alley Park is definitely more of a, I don't know if I'd call it a hiking park, although you could hike, I guess. There's, like, more exploring areas. But it's got, like, ponds. And it's really fun to walk around. It's really pretty in the spring and summer because of the flowers. <laughs> um, and Alley Park, Lancaster, Ohio. Go there. Wow. Oh. Um, we got lost last time we went. Wow. I have. I also. I have. A, I, from my Boy Scouting, I also. I have a very good sense of direction in most things, so it's hard for me to get truly lost in stuff. Oh, I didn't tell my getting lost in Central Park story. Can I go back a little bit? Sure. Okay, I'm going to tell you. So when I first was living here. I was working at the Children's Museum in Manhattan. It's on 83rd and Broadway. And after work one day, I decided I was going to go read in Central Park. And so I did. And I, like, got halfway through the park, and I read, and then I wanted to leave. And I could not get out of the park. 
I was like, I just got to figure out, I don't care if I ended up on the west side or the east side. I just need to get out of this park because I was, I was lost in what uh, I now know as the ramble. At the time, I was just like, where the hell am I? <laughs> I am never getting out of this park. I, kept, I literally just kept doing loops. I would like, I would start to leave and I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to go straight. I'm going to go straight. And then all of a sudden, I'm just going back the other direction. Mm. And I could not leave the park. I, at one point, literally looked up from looking at my phone, which I was trying to use as a map, and went, where am I? <laughs> Eventually, I think I came out on the east side. I did not want to really come out on the east side, but it was fine. So you were looking at your phone, but how are you still lost looking at your phone? I don't know what happened. <laughs> I truly don't understand what happened. It Well, one, in the ramble, the... The paths are, like, all wacky. Fun fact, Central Park is um, a, a good for birding because it is a migration spot. So that's, like, kind of why it's there. But I, like, I could not leave. I could not leave. There's, like, 200 different types of birds in Prospect Park, which is the thing I just was, like, reading about because <laughs> they have signs up for it. People are birding, like, crazy for this during this pandemic. Like, I've always gone to the park, like, a lot. The number of people I see in the park looking at birds or with, like, cameras and or, like, cameras with, like, zoom lenses or, like, uh, people with uh, binoculars is, like, up 600% at least. Well, New York in general is a great birding spot. Like, it's on the mi- most migration yeah. routes. I'm just saying people have picked it up like crazy because of not being able to go anywhere. It's because they, ha- they haven't embraced the cross-stitching yet. It's because they haven't picked up Pokemon Go yet. They don't know what it's like to actually capture those birds. <laughs> Anyways, I truly don't know how long I lost. I was lost. It felt for like an hour. I w- was so confused about how I couldn't just leave. Um, yeah. I will say Central Park is definitely, I mean, it's the it's like the biggest park I've ever been in. It's like, so, there's so much to it. Um, let's see. I've got a couple other parks I want to get to uh, okay. before, before we run out of time. Um, so my other, two of my other favorite places to go are actually... Many, many people might consider them one and the same, although they have different names and they are differentiated, is the Boston Garden and the Boston Common, uh, which the garden is more like trees and um, flowers and bushes. And that's where the somewhat famous swan boats are in I've been Boston. on those. The swan boats, not the duck boats. Oh, God. I don't know. I'm pretty sure the swan boats. Swan boats are the little ones. Duck boats are the big tour boats. Yeah, definitely the swan boats. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's the, the swan boats. There's the, um, uh, yeah, there's lots of there's lots of cool things. It's very pretty. People also do, like, wedding photos there because there's just, like, lots of flowers, lots of cool, also cool bridges, cool paths, lots of winding paths. It's uh, Boston Garden is very, uh, the Boston Gardens are very nice. Is and that the, where the little duck statues are? And then there's the Boston Common, which is right next to it, which is where the Make Way for Ducklings statue is, which I was going to mention. <laughs> um, right? Is it there? Or no, am I, maybe I am confusing the two. But because they are, like, literally, they're, they are separated by a single road, and I walk through. If I'm going to one, I'm, I consider myself going to both. But, um, yeah, no, I think that's in the Boston Common. So that Boston Common is a little less... Um, so there's like base, there's like ball fields there, and um, there's like a graveyard there also, and um, it's also where the duck or not the duck pond, the uh, frog pond is, which is where people do like ice skating or ice skating in the winter, and there's like a little fountain area in the summer, and there's a cute little frog statue next to it. <laughs> it's where I used to go ice skating when I lived in um, 
and I lived in Boston usually. And then, uh, and yeah, those are there's lots of paths in both of them. And, and oh boy, there's a bug flying at me. <laughs> Matt just got attacked by a butterfly. Yeah. It didn't. It 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 didn't uh, give me enough notice. What's happening? <laughs> it did not give any notice. It just landed on his elbow. I will admit. I will. Um, Listen, that butterfly had it coming for you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was a butterfly. It had wings. It was. It was a. It was kind of small too. It was small. It was like yeah. weird. It, 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 I think it freaked me out because it was kind of a small butterfly. <laughs> uh, okay, anyways, back. nature freaks me out. Anyways, uh, talk, nature, you're a nature freak who's freaked out by nature. <laughs> I don't really like bugs very much. I'll say that much. Um, but uh, yeah, Boston Common and Boston Gardens. Uh, yeah, both very cool. Windy. You can sort of wind around the paths a lot. Um, entertainers, food, all that kind of stuff will like just show up there. Sometimes you see this one little boy who <laughs> screams uh, fire and brimstone Bible verses, which is always weird to watch that kid. Uh, I don't know if he's probably not a kid anymore, <laughs> but that was a weird thing to see sometimes. And that is like right in the middle. I, I think also importantly, um, the Boston ones are kind of right in the middle of a lot of popular parts of Boston. So like you can sort of like walk from like the theater district through the parks to like Newbury street or something. And that's like a, like even that's pretty touristy, but I still like it. <laughs> I don't mind Boston tours stuff as much as I, as much as New York. Cause I feel like obviously Boston is slightly less of a destination than New York is in the grand scheme of things. So it doesn't get as like crowded with people. Um, not that there can't be crowds there cause there certainly are. <laughs> But, like, there's no Times Square, I'll say that much. Oh. Um, and then my other favorite part, I guess I'd call this a park in Boston, um, and there's also one of these, one or one or three of these in New York, but the Esplanade, so a pathway along the the water. So I used to ride my bike to and from work along this in Boston. There was a bike path, lots of trees. Um, it's, like, where you would watch the... Um, it's the big boating thing in Boston. Why can't I remember the name of boat things? The regatta. The regatta. That's it. Is it really? Yeah. Um, I'm so smart. I know so much about Boston. That's the, uh, but it's called the head of the Charles. That's it. It's the name of the regatta. It's like the most famous regatta in the world, I want to say. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that much about regattas. Don't, don't take all my, don't take every word I say for I've that one. I've said everything I know about regattas. <laughs> but uh, it's a big one and it happens on the Charles River in Boston. And technically also in Cambridge, but you can line up to view it from the Esplanade or from like the MIT bridge. And uh, yeah, that's another like really great thing. And I, I like, that's the other thing is like, I, I love riding my bike, but I hate riding my bike on streets because streets are so dangerous. So give me an Esplanade any day and I love, or a park and I get to ride my bike and have a good time. Yay. Yay. Good time on a bike. I like a place to run. I'd rather run in a park than on, like, side. I hate running on sidewalks. Running on sidewalks is hell. <laughs> That's my opinion on sidewalks. Well, sidewalks reflect so much heat back. Yeah. They're also, I, yeah, they're crowded. I don't like running around people, even in non-pandemic times. Um, let's see. Also in Boston, there were the Fens, which is next to Fenway Park. Whoa. That's not the best park in the world, although I've walked through it probably more than any other park because Can I, ask uh, a question? I used to live next to it. Yeah. What came first, Fenway? Or the Fens? Uh, I believe the park came, the, uh, not Fenway Park, but the, the Fens came, the Fen. the Fens is like an area of Boston. Okay. And then Fen, Fenway was a street that they built Fenway Park on. Okay. 
So, uh, and there's like a lot of Fen streets around there. There's like Fenimore and some other ones that I can't remember right off the top of my head. Finport, Finmore, Fen, Fen Street, stuff. Fin Road, Fin Avenue, uh, Finley Road. Yeah, there's other Fen things around there, but the area is like the Fens. But it's like not a neighborhood, like this, there's not a neighborhood called the Fens. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of Fenway stuff around there. And like uh, p- companies like are named Fenway around there, like Fenway Health and Fenway law associates and like i don't know if that's a real one but it could be like it's that it's i'm working for them now it's that kind of uh naming scheme um but yeah uh i believe the the park came out the park was named after several other things in the area or the ballpark i should say i should clarify this topic is not about ballparks it's about park parks and uh those are all the parks i can really think to mention in boston i spent a lot of time in all of them and uh, let's see. Oh, my love of parks. There was a park in, uh, when I was in um, Japan last summer, there was a day that I had to like sort of just kill a bunch of time. So when I went, uh, I don't know if I've ever covered this on the podcast, but my wife was there for work and I, and then was there for leisure after work. Like was there for a week of work and then a week of just hanging out. But I showed up about halfway through the working week. So I had to kill a lot of time myself. <laughs> uh, and by kill, I mean to find other cool things. And one of those things I did was find a really nice park. I rented a bike. I went bike riding in it. Um, I looked at some crazy crows that were these like huge, I guess, <laughs> Japanese crows. Actually, there were signs saying to look out for the crows because they're so big. <laughs> um, and I just, uh, yeah, it was so like, that's my love of parks is literally when I was like looking for something to do, I looked on a map or, or something of like lists of things to do and it was like this park and I was like hell yeah let's go to a park (laughs) and I just spent like three hours or so in this one in this one park um I've actually that's the only time I've ever rented a bike in my life (laughs) I think uh you could get a city bike around here I could but I have a bike in I know I'm just saying and they have a city bike in they have city bike all the way I think my neighborhood is like the most southern you can get a uh, city bike in New York like they about two years ago, started adding city bike stations into my neighborhood. <laughs> but when I moved here, there was no city bike in um, my neighborhood. And uh, let's see, Golden Gate Park in um, San Francisco is a, another amazing park. Um, I want to say that's even the same guy who did uh, Central Park again. Like, I feel like he went and did that one or something. I, don't, I might be wrong. Don't quote me on that one. I won't quote you on it. <laughs> but uh, it's like another, it's huge. It's like Central Park. Um, it's this giant, beautiful park with different cool little sections. Um, Toronto has a really nice park. Uh, they have an island that is like all parks. Ooh, I like the that. The Toronto Islands. They are just off um the shore from toronto and you can just like hop on a little ferry and go over there and it's like central park but an island it's like crazy (laughs) um and there's beaches and you can swim in them too so like it's it's sort of like if you uh mash together coney island and central park and it was all the all the nice parts of both (laughs) none of the bad parts of either um and it was um i actually think i went a little too late in the year to go swimming but there uh i went because i went it's Canada and I went in like September <laughs> but um I did walk along the beach and it was very cool um, um last yeah. two years ago when I was in Stockholm I um we 
we went on this like boat cruise around um, around Stockholm. We were really into boats. Um, really recommend boats when you're in um, Scandinavia. Um, but we we thought we were getting off at the right stop. It was like this boat tour, and there were like different stops to take you around to different areas. But not like a like a, it might have been a little touristy, but not like it was like. I don't know. Never mind. But anyways, we got off at the wrong stop, and we ended up having to walk so far through this park. But there was, like, some cool museums that we stopped in. It was fun, but we did get a little lost. <laughs> um, and it was such a long walk. We ended up actually catching a park bus in that park, which I forget its name, uh, to take us the last little bit because we had walked so long. Yeah. Um, anyways, I could look up the name of it. But if you're in Stockholm, I recommend it. It was fun. Besides the getting lost part. <laughs> I don't mind getting lost. Um, uh, it's just a, it's a, it's a puzzle in real life. Um, there was another park I wanted to mention. Oh, um, when we were in Copenhagen. Um, I don't, I've mentioned this on the podcast once or twice, but I loved Copenhagen. Um, did, did you, have I talked to you about that? Um, <laughs> uh, but there was this park area in front of this um, cat. Not, it wasn't a castle. It was like a, a manor place mm-hmm. for like royalty. And it was really fun. We sat there. Nice. <laughs> and lounged. Lounge. And felt like rich people. There were, like, not mazes, but there were a lot of hedges. Mm. Um, and it was pretty close to where we were staying. So we could, like, walk past it on our way to do other things. Good. <laughs> uh, I, I Sounds like a place I'd like to go if I went to Copenhagen. Uh, I love Copenhagen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I am sort of running out of time. Did you have anything you wanted to ask um, or add? Oh, I, um, it, to take it back to my move, um, I found two parks near me, um, Riverside Park, the very top of Riverside Park, um, and um, also I walked over to St. Nicholas Park, which was also nice. Nice. Yes, there are a lot of uh, smaller, lesser, lesser famous parks, and they're all great. Mm-hmm. Check them all out. Because <laughs> I would, I swear my closing words on this, because uh, I'm sure I actually probably am missing a couple parks that I love. But um, remember your parks. Love thy park. Visit the parks. And please, for heaven's sake, do not pollute your park. I was sort of inspired by this because a couple weeks ago I went to Prospect Park and all the trash bins were full of trash. And then people started piling trash next to them. And then that trash blows around. And that makes me sad because... I know it was like a it was like one of the nice first nice weekends or something and people went crazy but it it like makes it makes me so sad cuz it parks they're so great and they're the they're the beautiful parts of the cities of any city so like don't treat them like garbage <laughs> I'm not going to go in your house and throw trash all over the ground don't go out in the park which is all of our it's for everyone the parks are for everyone and they're great Squirrels and birds deserve nice homes too okay yeah. The raccoons. Yeah. And also, and I'd say my biggest, two things. Stop using disposable stuff. We should all be doing this anyways. Don't throw out as much trash. Um, and if you're going to use stuff like that, make sure you recycle it. And don't just throw it in the garbage. Like, I don't know. This is my, this is my Boy Scout and it's coming out. Like, if you're going to have a cookout in, in a park, maybe don't, like, okay, uh, if you really, really, really need it, bring paper plates. But like, you can probably bring like regular silverware. If I'm being honest, you can take your trash out. You can take your cans home and rinse them out and throw them in the recycling. Like you brought a, you brought everything into the park. Take it all home. 
you know, especially if the, I mean, if the trash, if there's room in that trash bin to throw it in or if there's recycle bins, great. But if you're just going to throw trash all over the ground, like maybe don't go to the park, bring it home, whatever. This is the Boy Scout mantra was always like, you know, like leave a place better than you, than, than it was when you arrived. And it's like, that's not, it's not that hard. <laughs> it's not that hard. Uh, I just want you to know I feel personally attacked as I am drinking a water bottle right now. However, I, there's a recycling bin that I see over there. Emily also handed me a plastic cup to drink my tea out of. But we are going to take this home, and, or, or at least dispose of it properly. And we also don't have, like, a lot of it. I mean, I think the bigger problem is when people bring in, like, six pa- or like 30 packs of beer and, like, boxes of whatever. And just, like, or, like, ugh, my, possibly my least favorite is when I see people just bring in huge metal trays, like, catering trays. I'm like... Uh, I know you're not taking that out with you and you are just going to throw it in the trash. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. This is more of a general environmental thing, but it's like we, should be make, we shouldn't be making more garbage for the world. <laughs> That's really not an uh, optimal idea in these, these, uh, these days or any days, really. Like, Anyways, be nice to your parks. <laughs> be nice. Be kind. Rewind your pollution. <laughs> be, a, be a positive member of society and not a negative one. I don't know. <sighs> Do your best. Do your best. Um, uh, that's it. Topic done? Topic complete. Wow, wow, wow. Um, well, everyone, thank you for uh, checking out our first podcast together here for live from Central Park. Maybe we'll try to do this again sometime. Um, definitely trying to do a few new things um, with the podcast. We'll and figure to, it like, out. Figure stuff out. I think this went pretty well, other than I might have had to cut some parts out for loud noises in the background. But, uh, yeah, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast on wherever you need to be subscribed. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Stitcher. <laughs> you can listen to podcasts on your Apple TV. <laughs> Apple TV. Uh, you can do it on a Chromecast as well. Uh, oh. But uh, why would you listen to a podcast on a television? But <laughs> I'm just saying you can. I think uh, Alexas and Google Homes and stuff and whatever, I think they'll probably play our podcast if you ask it the appropriate way you you know the appropriate way to talk to your smart device in a kind way because even though it's a robot does not mean you should be rude i do say thank you to my my google home uh, my parents have an alexa and sometimes i am rude to it because it's rude to me well uh but this has been tbd i don't know what i'm so doing what is happening <sighs> i fucked up the end again Anyways, my name is Matt Armando. I'm Emily Riggins. And this has been TBD. With Matt Emily. Live from Central Park. Thank you. Bye. Bye.